from Plant Lab in Austin, Texas. This is Stacker News Live. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to another exciting episode of Stacker News Live. I'm with Keon across the pond. I mean, across the border. I'm on the run, Keon. I'm in Mexico. You are. What? What are you running from? What happened? I'm running from. Um, I don't know. I don't know what I'm running from. I'm back in the motherland. It's, uh, we're here for Yopaki's big launch. They're launching finally, and uh, they're doing some crazy stuff here, man. It's, it's incredible, the, the Bitcoiner community here. It's, it's way bigger than last year when I came. And the Bitcoin Embassy, man, it's a great bar. Really great bar. Uh, There's a bar. I didn't yeah. know there was a bar. Yeah. Okay. They take, but, it's uh, like Pub Key, but Mexico City? I guess. I've never been to Pub Key, but dude, it's amazing. There's food, they have steaks. There's like drinks everywhere. Um, the lady who runs it like does meetups out of there and stuff. Um, it's just an incredible community, dude. Lots yeah. of expats or all yeah. locals? Yeah, okay. lots of expats. There's a lot of young locals doing some things here. We know a couple of them, but like, it's an, it's pretty incredible how like like I, we just did a panel right now and I was ex expressing how they're like manifesting it. Like they're literally manifesting it. So. That's amazing. Yeah, I'm super jealous of massive uh, FOMO. You know, all you guys are going to have fun. You guys are going to like ride ATVs up, up pyramids and stuff. That's what I heard. <laughs> what, what uh, how's, uh, how's Austin? Um, Austin's great. It's, uh, it's, it's pretty much the same. Um, yep, there's really not much that's changed. I don't think there, I mean, uh, it's weird not having super here at night when I leave. Uh, like I'm the last person. It feels kind of weird. But otherwise, it's pretty. It's pretty cool. Tip and Z came to visit. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. With uh, and then and then James Viggy, Viggy also came to visit. Two amazing people. And that was really cool. But otherwise, pretty much, you know. I don't know. The normal, normal stuff. Yeah, we were hanging out somewhere last night, and they were playing her music. Like, and I asked Super, I was like, Super, who is this? And he goes, this is that person that came into Pluckle Hub the other day. I was like, really? It's just random. It's spreading, dude. It's crazy how this, like, movement's just spreading all over the world. It's really cool to see. Um, yeah, pretty yeah. incredible. I hope it's, like, really spreading, and we're just not, like, you know, like, seeing more of it because we're looking for it, you know? It kind of stands out. Uh, it's hard out. to tell I don't sometimes. Know. It's, it it kind of stands out on its own. Like, Bitcoiners stand out. Um, definitely, we look different. I don't know if that's good or bad, but... We look different? Like, you can just so. tell? You can tell. You can so. tell. You can, wa you can walk the streets of Mexico City and find all the Bitcoiners. I mean, all the Bitcoiners that here... Like, we're, there was somebody, a conversation we were having, and somebody was like, like, I don't trust you, but you're a Bitcoiner, so I trust you more than a normie. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, wow. Wow. <laughs> That's nice. That's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. Uh, okay, with that, we're going to get into the yeah. top five stories here on Stacker News Live. Uh, if it's your first time watching, we typically cover the top five stories every week uh, that the Stackers vote for on Stacker.News. That's the front page of Bitcoin. And I think um, it's been an incredible week. There's a lot of just interesting topics. The first one is... Pay it forward initiative. Bitcoin is kindness. This is from Darthcoin, September 19th. Bitcoin post, 132 comments, 37,000 sats. Wow, dude, that's an incredible amount of comments. Yeah, yeah. Uh, 
I don't know, comment threads have been blowing up a little bit recently, but this post specifically is Darth Coin uh, encouraging stackers to go out to a local business that accepts Bitcoin for payment and sending him the payment uh, details so that he can pay for them. And he and like in this post, he relays a story where he did something similar after onboarding a coffee shop to Bitcoin. He told them, he told the coffee shop owner to send him the next customer's uh, invoice so he could pay it for them. And so this is like a kind of a, you know, an online continuation of it. Uh, and it's pretty cool because like quite a few people get their like meals paid for by Darth Coin. They get a beer paid for by Darth Coin. Uh, and yeah, uh, and Darth Coin's just a guy sitting somewhere in the world and paying for other people's food. It's incredible seeing him come back from his um, his little kind of rest when he was like building his Citadel. It's interesting to see like how many people actually enjoy the guy, right? Like on Stacker News, like he's a big part of the community. It's um, he's like getting memes created around him. It's kind of hilarious to watch. Um, yeah, it's it's interesting. I, I just and I, I he always has he always has really good takes. You know, every once in a while he has a really bad take, but for the most part he has good takes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure he'll give me shit for that, but I don't care. Uh, but yeah, yeah. But the top comment this week was from uh, Mr. M. He said, "This is a fantastic idea. Let me have my coffee. Get ready. I'm running late because I spent little to many sats there already. If you know what I mean, staying hydrated, and let's try to onboard these non-believers." And then Darth Quinn came in and says, okay guys, Mr. M sent me a video about his transaction to a lady in El Salvador at the vegetables market. I pay it for him. Here it is. Wow. I would click on it, but I don't have the bandwidth for it. Um, right on. Yeah. I mean, there's like a, I think there's a, someone, someone's in Germany and they, ha they show like the German beer. It looks so classy. Like Dr. Shift in here had Darth Quinn pay for his beer. Mm. And it's like in this, out of this glass with like a gold foiled rim on it and uh you know like a a low like a logo on it the logo probably stemming back generations like just a you know like a level of uh i don't know sophistication that you're unlikely to get in the united states in terms of uh getting a beer serves you pretty cool yeah it looks like darth princess and then you walk in with the t-shirt like this i told you so that was cool at the bitcoin embassy bar they had t-shirts for sale um, as well, that was really cool, and they accept Bitcoin. Their super was like super excited to pay him Bitcoin uh, just for his meal. It was pretty incredible. Yeah. Did he get a beer? I mean, he's no, at he the bar. Drink. Did no, he finally get super to drink? He doesn't drink. No. I know. Yeah. Maybe he. Maybe I thought maybe he'd drink if he could pay him Bitcoin, but no. I guess not. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was a great, great post from Darthcoin. I think he has a. Yeah. I think he has his own. Um, Blog, if I remember, I think it's darthcoin.substack. Yeah, darthcoincitadel.substack.com. Check it out. There's more there. Yeah, that's one of. I think he has his other Substack, which is dedicated more to like how-to guides. But that one is his Citadel one, which is I think nice. he's going to be releasing a lot more content on. Cool. Um, awesome. The next top story is my difficult transition to the Bitcoin standard. Almost. This is from Monotone. 25 comments. 19,000 sats. This is a Bitcoin September 21st post. What happened here? Yeah. This is a this is a really uh, like a, I don't know like an emotional story, moving story. 
Um, but apparently they were living in the they said they were living in the country that started the war in Ukraine. So, I mean, depending on your political leanings, you might say that's the United States or Russia or <laughs> or or NATO. But I think I believe the the implication is that it's it's uh, this person, this stacker monotone was living in Russia and uh, they had their bank account restricted and uh, they couldn't they like couldn't withdraw their cash and they couldn't they got they lost connection to Visa and MasterCard as part of like sanctions against Russia. So they they like suffered as a result of actions by their own government. And uh, apparently they ended up they ended up moving abroad and taking this as like a lesson to not trust to not trust banks and are now living abroad without banks entirely depending only on cash and uh, Bitcoin. But uh, pretty awesome. They were able they were able to leave and, uh, you know, figure out figure out figure out something that worked for them. That said, they also they also lost their job. Um, yeah, in the like in the in the process of this, which makes sense if you're like in a country that's at war. I don't imagine that the job market is great, especially when there are all these sanctions and like credit is probably drying up. So, really cool, really cool to hear. He, I mean, I mean, he got out, and uh, I think it's a nice warning. There's an, the next story will also have a similar. Uh, yeah. Similar happening. Uh, this is from FM. He had the top comment. He said, uh, "In which NATO country did you live then?" And then Siggy jumped in. Said, "From the first sentence, I assume he was U.S. citizen." Monotone came in. The OP said, "I am a citizen of the Russian Federation, but I don't think it matters." Wow. Pretty crazy, man. I, I think 2023 yeah. is just like turning into a really difficult year for a lot of people. Um, it's interesting being here in Mexico City. You don't see you don't see any homeless people, like at all. Um, mm. Just every like you typically just see everybody working, like you know, trying to find their own way to sell, whether it's candies or like they're all just working. I don't see any like panhandlers or any people sleeping on the streets or anything. It's it's really interesting. Um, I don't know why that is, but I'd imagine. Do you think has, that has to? Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was gonna say I, I was gonna ask why you thought it, why you thought that would be the, yeah, that I, contrast. I think maybe it has to do with the less friction it is for somebody just to you know start their own business or start their own thing here in Mexico. I would imagine hmm. maybe it's a little bit more lenient for somebody to go off and like make tacos on the side of the street and just get it done. I don't know. Um, and there's there's people that live relatively well from what I from just talking to people that doesn't require a lot of money so i think people are just more modest in their terms of like consumption and what they um you know what they like we were talking about it last night and maybe it is a consumption problem to a certain extent in america so i don't know hmm. it's interesting i don't know i'm so i would i would guess i would guess it's actually like a lower standard of living Like the cost of the, the cost of living in Mexico is quite smaller. Oh, super! No, this is uh, your face. Uh, this oh, is, oh no! Yeah. It's the man Francisco. himself, Francisco Yopecki. Uh, hey, uh, I know. Hang on, hang on. So, hey, can you hear Keon? Yeah, I can hear Keon. Okay. Keon, can you hear me? Testing. What's up? How's hey. it going? It's yeah, cool. I'm having massive FOMO. It's not the same. <laughs> I, can, I see. Hey. Uh, 
Yeah. Go we, ahead. Try to, we try There's to warn you. We try to warn you. Right now, Super Testnet is giving a presentation in Spanish. Wow. As of, right as of right now, as we speak. Uh, cinco herramientas de privacidad. Five privacy tools. Uh. Yeah. Yeah, the, the room went crazy when he started wow, speaking Spanish. Wow. So. <laughs> oh, man, I wish I would have said it's, it's cool. It's cool. Oh, I, I can imagine. So, so uh, jealous. Keon, you're aware of uh, what yeah, happened last me. night. The, yeah, the, the uh, yeah, Banco de Mexico. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was awesome. Yeah. Something we didn't talk about is that it wasn't a coincidence that we did this on the 21st. Did you notice that? I didn't notice oh. that. Yeah, it was so intentional. My wife was actually just saying, she's like, oh, how, oh it's the 21st. Oh, look at that. It's uh, everything ah. is planned. Yeah, so we did it on the 21st little, on purpose. Little details, man. Yeah, little hit, yeah, little hidden, uh, yeah, subliminal thing going on. That's cool. Very cool. <laughs> I'm so jealous. What are you looking forward to? happening this I mean you're you're two days this is your second day in what do you look like what are you looking forward to like the, that's left or what, what was some of your favorite stuff that's happened oh, man. that's a great question because I, I think the energy from everyone that attended and that is still being a part of it just coming up to us and saying thank you so much for organizing this we needed this the projector thing last night I think has been thought of before and the fact that we pulled it off it's i mean it's ballsy i don't know if, if you heard from car the cops did show up uh, at the end no way yeah they did wow. uh, we managed to we managed wow. to you know just leave but you know primarily the awareness of of what we're trying to build here in, in yopaki in mexico and of course mexicans living in the u.s it's uh I mean, it really, we're, we're building with purpose. It's, it's one of our biggest life goals and dreams. So it's a, it's a hard road ahead. But uh, I think that after this event and seeing the turnout, the energy from people and uh, the panel that Carr and other builders participated, people were fired up. Like they're, they're, they're feeling the hope of it's okay if we start small. And uh, one of the things I, I addressed today was what originally started as a block party, just, you know, a couple of plebs hanging out and maybe have a few chats, turn into a mini conference of some sort. And, and now we're getting retweets by a bunch of media companies and uh, getting some cool momentum. So, so yeah, we're excited. That, that's, uh, that's why I said it's, it's a broad answer, but thanks, Kian. Yeah, no, it looks it looks amazing. I have so I'm so jealous of all the fun you guys are having, uh, and it looks like it's it looks like a packed a packed house. Like you you know, I, I imagine you guys are having to send people away. Uh, so it's amazing. <laughs> you know what? Something that happened that was really cool um, for the I guess the the people that showed up late. Um, they just came because they got FOMO and uh, showed up at the door and said, hey, can we pay with SATs? That, I mean, that's that's big wow. because this is a country where, you know, there's no major adoption, but to have them pay in SATs, that was, that was cool, man. That was a good moment. And to have, uh, you know, the different partners and the different companies that are supporting us as, uh, about 30 minutes ago, Thunder Games just uh, launched a collaboration of a tournament with, with us to celebrate this this event and, and this party because it's the beginning of something. Yeah, so totally is. Yeah, we we, we feel it, and uh, I mean, and, you know, there's there's places where you go and you can tell the difference between 
noise and signal, and uh, I'm biased, but I, I'm feeling a lot of signal, literally a bit signal and a momentum signal. Yeah, that's what Car is relaying to me is that, uh, that there's a real significant Bitcoin scene in Mexico, mm -hmm. uh, well, Mexico City, as far as he's telling, but I imagine you know more broadly, um, and that's pretty, that's pretty exciting. Yeah, man. Um, it looks like we'll we'll have to repeat this from just from the energy and the vibe of the room, and it'll be bigger and it'll be funner, and at that point there will be better education, and uh, we're laying out those stones and yeah. know, those bricks, and, and I really mean. Yeah, next time I'll buy. Next time I'll buy my ticket early, and I'll uh, I won't be so I won't procrastinate forever, and I will. Uh, you get your I will not miss early. out. <laughs> yes. Yeah. You know what though, and and when I say we, I mean obviously, yeah, I mean it's it's our event, but it's it's all of us. It's the yeah. attendees. It's you know it's Pleb Lab. It's the plebs. It's you know Thunder and the Oshis and Angel Studios and Total Twins. You know the company that. Um, did the first Bitcoin cartoon. They're sponsoring by donating, you know, different materials of education for kids. There's actually a family here. I mean, they, they brought the whole family. So there's a couple of kids in the wow. crowd too. And uh, the guys from Shamri too, um, you know, just uh, wanting to be a part of, of, of this movement. And yeah, I, I'm i really looking forward to the next steps. This is, this is good energy. I will have to step out now because there's things happening in the back, but thanks for the space. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Thank Yo, Packy founder. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Thanks. Thank thanks, Francisco. Yeah. He's uh, he's doing it, dude. dude. He's doing it. It's graduation uh, for sure. Amazing. That's what it feels like to me. It's just, dude, you know what it's like seeing the journey of, uh, of a Bitcoin builder and, and then they, they talk about it. And then this is like two years in the making and seeing him now actually launch. It's just like, wow. And it never gets old. Like we saw the Muni guys do it. We saw, you know, obviously all our friends do it. Zap right. Zap right. Yeah. It's just beautiful to watch. Cool. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, let's get back to the. Truly. Let's get back to the top five. Sorry about that, Sackers. It was just, I think he had a quick moment. Um, so, yeah, we got that one. And then the next top story is this is the number, th number three top story. Uh, bank freezes my account for four months over Bitcoin peer-to-peer -peer trade. This is uh, from TSW, 95 comments, 5,000 boost, 7,644 sats. Yeah, uh, so this is kind of this is kind of closely related, uh, but it's another it's like another banking system failing a customer. Uh, in this case, TSW uh, was using they're somewhere in Europe. They don't say. They're in Europe and they're using uh, Hodl, Hodl, and Peach these pe these peer-to-peer -peer exchanges uh, to buy and sell uh, Sats. And I guess at some point uh, in April they were uh, there was a char charge back on uh, one of their one of their sales, I guess. Um, so like someone attempted fraud, and their account got frozen at their bank in Europe. And it kind of details the story, but effectively what happened was their bank account was frozen for four months. And it wasn't like, it was, wasn't like a small amount in their bank account. It was a year worth of savings Gosh, and, you oh know, uh, caused them quite a bit of distress. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But they eventually got, they eventually got their, they eventually got their account unlocked after like a whole, whole saga of attempting to communicate with the bank. Um, and their lesson they kind of leave us with is, 
if you're going to do Bitcoin peer-to-peer trading, do not do it with your like primary bank account. Like set up a separate account with a small amount in it. Keep the balance low. But if it does get frozen, uh, you you won't be in the situation that he was. Um, yeah, it, it's interesting that they bring, it's interesting that you bring this up because this is literally what Super's talking about right now. We were we were we were at the embassy last night and we were talking. I was like, "What's your presentation about?" And he was he said he was like, "It's it's about five privacy tools that every Bitcoiner should use in their toolbox or something." And one of them was BISC. And I asked him, I was like, "Why not? You know, these other these other I don't want to name any names, but these other options that are out there." He's like, "Well, it's because BISC is the only one that is truly." decentralized as far as like a peer-to-peer exchange and I was like really I was like if you like and I started naming names of different ones um, and he was like yeah they do this they do this 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 and this and I was like wow like dude I didn't I had no idea if you would have thought I would have thought it was any one of these were exactly like this where it's just decentralized peer-to-peer trading so I think there's just a lot of people out there that just don't recognize that uh, a lot of this stuff is uh, you know, is uh, being tracked and being monitored, and uh, some of its internal teams from these Bitcoin companies, others is using chain, anal- chain analysis or a number of other firms. So, I, from what from what I understand, it seems like it's uh, it's a growing trend, and um, I think this is a good strategy. If you continue to do this, I think the best way to do it is, uh, yeah, leave a small amount, and hopefully they don't, you know, get to you. Um, yeah. The, this is from Tinder Score. Uh, top comment said, I treat banks like I do hot wallets. Keep a losable balance. I also exploit customer protection laws every March since 2020. I claim 5K in theft. They have to legally replace the money while they investigate. By then, the money is in Bitcoin. <laughs> they haven't shut me down yet. I'm not doing anything immoral by doing this. I do this because I was once stranded in another country and couldn't get a ticket back. Um, and he describes some other things that went on. Um, and then Elvis Mercury came and says, wait, so you defraud your bank for 5K every month and you're treating this as some kind of moral victory? Yes, it's tough to figure out why banks are treating Bitcoiners as shady. Weird cannot cannot for the life of me figure out why. I know this is off-brand for the Bitcoin crowd, but yeah. Um, so there's some, some, some comments in there. The stackers are, you know, obviously upset with the banks and different, different opinions. What do you think about this, Keon? What's your, how do you see this? Um, yeah, I mean, this, this sounds, this sounds terrifying. I mean, if you are, if you are dependent on your bank, you're, I mean, you are, you are, uh, you're, you're trusting them, uh, to not do something like this to you. And, and, you know, many of us, many of us depend on our banks and I can just imagine, uh, my bank account getting frozen and, and attempting to pay my expenses for, uh, the month. It would be, it would be terrifying. Like, what would I even, I've never had, I've like, I guess I could go and check, go to a check cashing place. This is what I used to do back in the day, uh, and I would get, I would get my my future paycheck, and paid in cash, and there'd be some outrageous uh, interest rate on it. Um, but yeah, it's I, I, yeah, it would it would be it would be horrible. I don't I don't know. I mean, I think I think it, I think he lays out a good. If you're gonna do this P two P trading stuff, it is like very visible. To your bank, and if they don't like it, they'll they'll shut it down. So, be careful. Yeah, I, I would say also just if you can try to earn Bitcoin in a you know by a job or whatever it is, if you can try to earn Bitcoin, that's the best way. There are Bitcoin companies that do pay in, in Bitcoin. Um, so if you can if you can earn it, that's just the best way to do it. Um, and then that way you have a separate holding, I guess you could say. 
Cool. The next top story is VPN and fun hacks using it. This is from Natalia, September 20th, 46 comments, 6,538 sets. Oh, VPN. What is this, Keo? Yeah, this this really cool uh, post because it it kind of gets into well, what's interesting is VPNs, and what's kind of interesting is she um, she didn't get she didn't start using VPNs as a privacy tool. She started using them. It seems like as like a savings tool and as a tool to get access to services she was maybe banned from, which was, which arguably is like kind of a privacy use case. But still, she wasn't she wasn't trying to hide her. Uh, her internet activity outside of that, but uh, but I thought I thought that was pretty cool. Like she she demonstrates here uh, like subscription prices that differ between certain countries, and they're determining whether you're in a certain country based on where your IP address is is from. And so like it shows shows here in Turkey, uh, you'll pay you'll pay something like two twenty for a. $2.20 for a subscription per month and when you'll pay like $10 in the United States. Uh, similarly, she demonstrates with flights that uh, this benefit can be found uh, and just, you know, switching up your IP address. Really? Um, wow. Yeah. 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 A lot of them are using, it seems to be, they're using locations to determine like what um, your, your like willingness to buy at a certain price point. And naturally, in, in countries where maybe incomes are lower, they're they're providing cheaper prices. Wow, that's a that's a that's some alpha right there. Yeah, and then she she hints at a future post where she'll get into more of the privacy side, which she has more recently uh, gained an interest in. Um, but pretty cool. It's pretty cool seeing you know seeing in multiple sides to the. Uh, VPN story. She she kind of she suggests she's using Molvad now, which which does accept Bitcoin. Nice. Um, yeah, the top comment was from uh, from her. She said, "I must be crazy to share this on a site full of dev and hardcore techies. Feel free to point out that there's any mistakes, whether there's some missing." And then Kepper came in. He goes, "No, you did great. Devs tend to lack beginner's mindset. They forget what it's like to be a new technology. We need more people explaining things like this." Um, cool. Yeah, dude. I think for me, I'm. I know. I know all too well <laughs> about VPNs, just from you know, IT career. Um, I would say, at least for me, how I how I use VPNs is just having your own internal network at home, utilizing like a PFSense, or um, and then just you know leveraging like OpenVPN, and then being able to VPN back into your home network. I think is always a safe, most appropriate thing to do. If you're trying to do something outside of scope of that, I would say. I don't know. There's a million different options out there, but it sounds like she has a really good, really good option for sure. So. Yeah, cool. Are you doing things at your home with your home? Are you running servers and stuff at your home? Not, 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 not. You know, since I started Plub Lab, but um, before, yeah, absolutely. I would have all that kind of stuff. I just don't have the time to set all that stuff up right now. But I have some. I keep telling Topher I want to set up a, our own VPN inside of Bubblop just because I have some PF senses just sitting there. Just need to, you know, you know, just get, yeah, just set it up. But it would be nice What's to have. What's a PF sense? PF sense is a type of uh, firewall. So it allows okay. you to do IPsec tunnels. It allows you to do like load balancing. 
you know how we have the second internet now? We could basically set it up to where we'll have like a failover internet. It would kick over to that one once Time Warner or Spectrum goes down. We could do all sorts of really cool things with the PFSense. I think there's some documentation about it that Bitcoiners have wrote about. I forget who it was back when the mining stuff was there. But it's really easy to use. There's a lot of um, informational docs about it. Uh, but a PFSense is the way to go. It's, it's inexpensive. You can find them pretty cheap at your like local you know, hobbyist like tech store. Um, and uh, you can run your own VPN at home, which is really cool. Amazing. The next top story is the final top story of the week. This is uh, just says Sparrow. This is 11,000 sats, 42 comments from Ko Satoshi, September 18th, Bitcoin posts. What happened here? Yeah, uh, this is pretty, I mean, this is mostly just like a little bit of fandom, but uh, Looks like Kosatoshi. I don't know where they were. Where they were? They were at a bit dev somewhere. You know, probably not the big, the the Austin one because uh, that was last night, and this is supposed before that. But they were at a bit dev somewhere, and they they saw Craig Raw in person. Craig Raw is the so, there's a solo dev behind the Sparrow wallet, um, and as you know, as a huge fan, Kosatoshi kind of. Uh, yeah, gushes over over him in this post, and then a bunch of people chime in who are also users of Sparrow, and you know similarly gush. Um, and uh, he says here, this absolutely blows my mind. The power of Bitcoin. Uh, one single person can provide such incredible power and autonomy to individuals who wish to take their financial sovereignty to the next level. Yeah, pretty cool. Yeah, I, I would say just, you know this, you did it for a long time just by yourself doing Sacker News, all the heavy lifting and everything. Like, I don't think people realize just how how many, like these are similar stories like across the Bitcoin space and big companies that you would think are like massive or whatever, but like one or two people at most, very little time to do anything else but that. And um, yeah, it's incredible. That's why I've always said just like be a service to you know, these uh, developers and these Bitcoiners, like, they really are changing the world single-handedly, you know? It's incredible to see. Yeah, I mean, I think I think it's a common mis... I think a lot of people have a weird misconception about businesses in general, but if, like, a business is in a competitive market, the business's job is to is to try to make people's lives better. And so, like, they're, they're all fighting to, to be better at making people's lives better in, in most cases, if it's, if it's in a competitive market. So, uh... I don't know, like, and so it's it's kind of cool, it's amazing, and uh, uh, I think, you know, clearly uh, Sparrow has, it, from, a, from a single person, has provided a bunch of value uh, to all these people, and it's great. Yeah, I got Kepford in the comments, he says, if you use Sparrow and haven't done so, be sure to donate to Craig's work, and he has a uh, donate button to it. Um, yeah, pretty incredible. Incredible to see. Um, cool. And that yeah. rounds out the top five stories. We're going to jump into our stories. First one is going to be Keon's. Keon, why hyperinflation may not speed up hyper-Bitcoinization? Uh, this is from uh, Tip and Z, 25 comments, 31,000 sats. What is this? Yeah, yeah. this is a fun post. I mean, I thought uh, this is a fun post and uh, Tip was here uh, recently, so I thought I'd go over it. But... Uh, apparently, she had had a chat with a man named Marco from Lebanon, and where she learned about 
you know, like firsthand what a hyperinflation is like. And uh, and it kind of changed. I think it, it from what it seems like in this post, it changed your mind about uh, the desirability of hyperinflation to try to 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 get us to the point of hyperbitcoinization, and that it might it might actually not help at all, and it might just cause pain for people um, because it because Marco Marco relayed that. Most of these people were just suffering so much they don't they, they don't even have the resources to acquire Bitcoin in that situation um, even if they even if they could, they were an emotional state to consider it and so uh, that you know that was that was her takeaway um, and now now she's you know she's more certain that uh, it's going to be an education based thing. A slow, gradual thing, and hopefully, it's not brought on by hyperinflation. Yeah, I hundred percent agree. Hundred <laughs> percent agree. I've seen it firsthand. Uh, this is from Natalia. She had the top comment. She said, "Yes, hyperinflation actually encourages people to spend more money because tomorrow will always be more expensive. Many young people in Turkey even would open more credit cards to spend the money now and pay it back later. And this is really unhealthy mindset." Darth Coin jumped and says, "Happy spending today equals debt of tomorrow." Slavery of our children in the future. Um, so, yeah, what, what's your mindset on that, Keon? Um, you run a community, online community, but what do you think? Oh, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't really tend to try to predict the future too much uh, outside of maybe a narrow set of things that I'm that I pro- I probably. Uh, fail to do well there too but I would get I would the sound this makes sense to me um, I don't think I don't think people who are distressed become nece- become rational it usually is the opposite uh, um, and uh, it's usually a bad and env- like being distressed is a bad environment to learn in so it makes it makes a lot of it makes a lot of sense to me I definitely think uh, Spending can't it, you know is generally a bad habit. Uh, I don't I don't think it's I, I, unless you unless you have enough resources to back it up. I think that, that you should right. be focused on saving. But yeah, yeah, it's also interesting too. I think I think for the longest time there was just a lot of people in the space that believed it was going to come from the top top down. I've I've come to realize over the course of two and a half years doing it, it's it's going to be bottom up. And uh, it's requiring education, and it's require like everybody in the local community to make it happen, just like any new technology that ever takes off. Um, and I think it's going to take a decade, to be honest. But I think it's going to. I think you're going to start seeing more of these kind of hubs pop out, and people that will get it will get it. And over time, they'll just hopefully we'll have enough time to move everybody over quietly. Um, that's what I believe. So. I think it's a great take. I think that is probably. You know, probably the reality of it is it's you know uh, it's one of those things where we're all overestimating what will happen in Bitcoin in a year, but underestimating what will happen. And and uh, I think that's really what what is going on here is we just don't we don't appreciate how far all of our little pieces of work will go. Uh, ten, uh, you know, to contribute to this thing in ten years. Yeah, and I think it's just like the the rock and the the lake analogy where you just throw a rock and then once there's just so many rocks that you're throwing in there it just becomes a ripple effect 
that kind of analogy always just hit home with me about how to do grassroots stuff. Um, my top stories this week is uh, I infiltrated the Snacker News headquarters. This is uh, from Tip NC. She had 60, or no, 6,000 sats for this. But yeah, that's, that's her and the, what we call the lightning room that Club Poet made. Um, look at that. That's a cool banner. Cool lightning room. Um, what do you think? Were you shocked that they came? Yeah, I didn't. I didn't expect uh, to see Tip in the lab because I had, uh, I had known. Oh, she was she was on Stacker News saying that she was in Nashville, and she's like, I love how honky tonk. Well, she was it was in a New Zealand, but I, you know, you would say it would be in a New Zealand accent. I don't think I yeah. have a good one. I love how honky tonk. It is uh, here in Nashville, and then I was like, "Oh, cool! She she's in Nashville." And then, um, and then I was looking outside of my window right here across the street. There's like a corner, and I was like, "I think that's Tip uh, and Z down there." And I was like, "Nah, I'm probably just like like seeing stuff, or I can't. It's too far away." But then, like, I don't know. Like an hour later, you come in on my office door, and. Uh, and you're like, dude, Tip is here. And then this post is on Stacker News as well. Pretty crazy. Pretty I'm cool. surprised they uh, they watch Stacker News live. It always shocks me. I met two other people here. They're like, I watched your podcast, the yellow one. And I was like, oh, okay. I was like, what? It's always surprising to me that they uh, they watch it. Um, and uh, I think I think I was just realizing it now. Like people love Stacker News. They just love it. I mean. Ideally, right? It's a, it's a cool place to hang out uh, on the internet. Yeah, hopefully. Uh, yeah, but it's it's shocking to me too, because um, I almost I prefer thinking that no one watches this. It's yeah. just you and me. So me too, that's why I'm, yeah. I'm gonna keep I'm gonna keep believing that. Yeah, so. definitely. Uh, cool. That's all. That's all. That's my top story of the week. Um, let's jump into what do we got? The top stackers. Top stackers. Oh wow, Darth coin. Oops. And we got Siggy, Bird Eye. What did he do? Siggy? I don't know. Let's see. What did he do? Okay. Cool. Dude, I'm in fourth place. How does this happen? Come on, guys. Like what? <laughs> Why am I? Why aren't I uh, getting more sats? I made the thing, isn't I? <laughs> well, for a while there, remember in the early days, you would be the top be the one top all the time. You would be the top one all the time, but I think now it's yeah, like, it's growing. Yeah, it's crazy. Cool. Let's jump into your favorite segment, the cowboy segment. I'm growing. The cowboy hat is growing on me now. I'm not I'm not gonna lie. It's uh, it's growing on me. I will say that. You're not, it's not supposed to grow, but uh, that's cool um, that, you, that you're finally coming around to it. Uh, are you in this list, Dion, though? I don't see you on here. I do have a cowboy hat right now. Let's see. Two days in a row. See, there you go. Can't maintain okay. the hat. It's tough. All right. Yeah, it's not that either. bad. I mean, tip, set, tip declared, like, uh, a couple when she was in Nashville. She's like, I'm going to do... I'm gonna keep my cowboy hat. She's had it for 12, 12 days. She's already in the top 21, dude. You can do it. I'll try. Yeah, but all these, hey, Carmen, look at Carmen, man. Yeah, people are doing it, man. It's cool. I love coming to Stacker News and going to Stacker Salon every day. 
it's like one of the first places I look now. Before it used to be like Twitter and then Noster, now it's just like Stacker Saloon. I think that's such a great name, man. Such a great name for it. If you don't know what it is, Stackers, it's uh, oh, cool. It's right here. It's so it's so much signal in here, man. Hmm. And it's cool to see what the community is doing cool. day to day. Yeah. You know. Yeah. We all develop like sort of. Uh, I do when I when I come into the saloon, I expect to see the regulars in there. It is kind of like a it is kind of like a bar. Like I I know there will be people hanging out in here and uh, and just shooting the shit. So. No, that's, that's pretty cool. But uh, yeah, it did just blow up. It blew up like when I was at TabConf, like people started getting really, like just, they were trying to make it full. They were they were like trying to put as many comments in there as possible, I think. Oh, I want to uh, see, I want to. Now it's just taking off. I want to listen to this bus this weekend, the Stephen Levero one with Jimmy. This one's like, this is going to be good. I haven't listened to it yet, but I'm glad that it got posted on here. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that one. Um, cool. Keon, what are you doing this Did you weekend? listen to him on TFTC? Oh, wait. Uh, there's a delay. Um, uh, no, no, I haven't. I haven't yet. No. I'll need to check that out, too. Okay. Yeah, I saw him on that. I saw him and Marty sitting at oh, their... nice. At the angle that Marty has. Yeah, their nice uh, situation. Um, what am I doing this weekend? Uh, probably working, hopefully sleeping. I feel like I haven't had a full night's sleep in too long. Code review. Lots of code review. I need. I have like a bunch of PRs open. Uh, that's about it. How about you? I know you're gonna you're gonna be party. You're gonna be having fun. No. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna listen to some mariachi music or something. <laughs> like, no, I think today's just like like yeah. Today's just like speaking and stuff. Panels. I, obviously, I'm a super so bummed about it. But um, I think it's being recorded, so we'll share it. Uh, Logan told me that all this video stuff for the Tabcom stuff is done, so I'll be uploading your talk and all that stuff next week. So be on the lookout for that, Stackers. Um, and then, um, yeah, I think for the most part, just keep hanging out with the community here in Mexico, answer any questions they might have, and then, um, yeah, come back to Austin and kick off another week at Pub Pub. Oh yeah, looking for looking yeah, looking forward to hearing about it. Looking for look, Francisco seems like he's really uh, like super energized. Really, really looking forward to seeing what they're doing and stuff. I saw on Twitter you're you're speaking Spanish now. You're Span You like uh, it came to you suddenly. A little bit. Poquito I was trying to get. I think I tried to get you Spanish. Poquito más. All right. Cool. All right. With that, Sackers, we'll see you next week. Who's that?